When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. There'd be a lot of poop in my hands. <laughs> Seeing a six-foot alligator go swinging through the air and slam into a tree. These guys are the scientists of the supernatural, lecturers leaving lessons for inquiring laymen. They are applying the scientific method to a world that baffles science. They are the cryptids of the corn. But who else has big black wings and red eyes? Um, Batman. Oh, Mothman. Oh, yeah, Mothman. A great white shark was stolen. Oh, someone stole a shark? I got stuff for you you don't even know about. She's a witch. She turned me into a newt. Who knows? Anything could be possible. Anything could be possible. It's really big. Mm-hmm. Abduction vibes. Holy moly. It sounds like you were abducted. And it just stood up. I mean, it just, like, kept going and going. And she goes, what the... Great and powerful, Mr. E. Yikes. Daisies. I'm J-Clone31. That's a frightened clone today. Mm-hmm. Wasn't ready for that. <laughs> All right. On this Wednesday, we have a listener submission. A listener submission? <laughs> yeah. I was waiting to see like what you every you're... Wednesday? <laughs> yeah. No, so we'll get to that in a minute. You know, front of house stuff, all that. YouTube. Get on our YouTube. Uh, the second documentary will be out soonish. We just finished filming it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We just did. Just finished. Time travel. Time slips. <gasps> if you listen, to, if you're on our Patreon, you've you know heard that, that episode yesterday. Exactly. We have other shows on our network. That's right. We do. Freaky Fauna Friday is a different show that is 15 to 20 minutes about a freaky animal from the planet. Prep, you know, past, present, future, whatever. Uh, I haven't done a future animal yet. But Not yet, but... Maybe I'll sneak one in there. We'll make our own freaky fauna. Mm-hmm. Future Friday. There's also DW Conspiracy Shack, where Daniel and Wilbur tackle all weird stuff in the conspiracy realm. Yeah. Um, good show. Yeah, good shows. Good shows. We have a P.O. Box, and that is P.O. Box 75, Ada, Ohio, 45810. And that's A-D-A. You send us stickers for the new bus. That's right. And if, oh yeah, stickers, uh, anything for the new bus, really uh, any art you want us to have or think we'd enjoy a nice fancy letter that if you feel so so inclined to write, like we had just gotten one uh, this weekend. I got to grab it. Where'd I put it? Is it under that? 
Yeah, I don't know. You just read it to me this morning, so hopefully. Oh, there it is. Yeah, a nice letter we got. Ryan Lewis. Yes. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. Big thank you. Sent us a book and a, just a nice handwritten letter. Yes. Warmed our hearts. It does. And I will be reading the book at Crypticon, which was just this past weekend. Woo-hoo. Which was so much fun. We were so happy we've seen all you guys. We don't know who we've seen yet because it hasn't happened for us yet, but it happened for you guys. That's right. Uh, merch. We have the merch website, and that's in the link below. The new winter t-shirts will be out soon-ish. Winter only. Winter only. A limited run. Limited run. Anything else? Um, no, I mean, check out our website if you want to support us and you want some cool merch to show off to your friends. Yep. That's the best place to get it. It is. All right. New Patreon. Uh, Courtney Morris. Welcome. Welcome to the corn cult, Courtney Morris. We're pleased to have you join. Chris Reynolds. Chris Reynolds. Another great addition to the corn cult. Brian Corbin. Brian Corbin. Welcome, Brian. <laughs> just just your announcements were making me laugh. And... <laughs> well, you know, the the greater the bigger the cult, the greater its power. And yes, let the power grow and yeah. run through you. Speaking of which, the January is when the new Patreon t shirts go out for you get a code and you buy it on the store. Basically you just gotta pay your shipping for the Patreon t shirts. You just look at our levels of Patreon. But, um, yeah, it's the first one that's part of the corn cult. Woo-hoo-hoo. I'm really excited for it. All right. Are you excited for it? Oh, heck yeah, I am. Heck yeah. Are you? Is that the new art that we just seen? Uh, yes, that's, this morning. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty awesome. Definitely uh, looking forward to those runs. Can't wait to, sh- can't wait to show off my t-shirts at the, the local uh, bowling alleys, you know. I have one review to read. Oh, okay. And I'm going to read it carefully. All right. Because it's from J012. Uh-oh. And they are supporting us extremely. Okay. But it's just funny. I'm ready. Okay. So the title is, These Critics Can Shove It. All right. Yes. First off, you have an absolutely amazing show. The variety and entertainment value alone is blowing anything out of the cryptid podcast area out of the water. However, I've seen several reviews. Uh, I'm going to skip the next couple lines. Okay. He's just seen several reviews that maybe have been a little negative. Oh, sure. Okay. And he's just saying that he he said, just keep doing what you're doing. He disagrees. Uh, make it about all the things and keep being amazing. FYI, I would like to purchase a J-Clone to help me around the house. What is the protocol to acquire one? Uh, I'll send you an email. Yep, there you go. Man, I need some more too. But no. J012, thank you. Is this one of your clones? I was just about to say that. So my clone needs a clone now. 012. <laughs> Must be a lazy one. Oh. All right, you ready to get into the Wednesday stuff? Yeah, what are we going to talk about t- today? Agent K. Agent K. Mm-hmm. What's Agent K? She, she submitted some stuff. Oh, that's the name of... Mm-hmm. Okay. So she sent us a nice email. There's three stories here. Uh, none of them are too, too long. She's a loyal listener. Agent K. I think it's a she. If I remember right, because I took her, her name from everything. Okay. And I think I remember right. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. But I took a little bit of the email, too, before the stories, because I wanted to read it, because it was nice. Uh, so I've been a listener for a bit now. I love the show. 
Also, Freaky Fauna is the best. Ah, uh, there we go. Shame, shameless or shame. I don't know. Shameless Fe- plug. Plug for Freaky Fauna Friday. Every Friday. She also said. Also, the boys over at DW Conspiracy Shack do a pretty good job as well. They're not too bad. Uh, I, uh, yeah, they're fun to be around. Birds aren't real. That's what they say. These, or one of them. These are the paranormal encounters I've had, and they stick out in my mind. So let's go with story one. Okay. I worked at a ducky daycare in Lansing, Michigan after I graduated in 2010. There have been talks about ghosts around the building. It used to be a rehab center before the current owners bought it, and there were rumors of ODs. Oh, okay. Which I can see, you know, very tragic deaths. You know, addiction is a a big problem here in the U.S. right now. Oh, horrible, especially in the Midwest. Well, everywhere, from coast to coast. So, uh, So the way the daycare was set up, they had a basement and an upstairs, which was the ground level. The main play floor was downstairs on a large open floor in the room next to the stairs where we had the dogs, uh, the dog crates for nap time. It's been there for about a year and a half, and I had uh, I had my experience. I was an opener. I was there at 6 a.m. It was February, so it was pitch black outside. One of our customers had an early drop-off, so he had brought in an Irish Terrier, Bucky, and at 6.15 a.m., I took him down and changed his collar off or and changed his collar off and went to finish up setting the room when he was in the crate. He was or sorry, where the crates were. He was on the floor playing by himself. I heard him start barking. Or yeah, I heard him start barking. And I heard someone come down the stairs. Ooh. That's weird. Six fifteen in the morning. Yeah. Dogs barking. And someone coming down, down the stairs. stairs. I heard someone say well, aren't you a pretty dog? Okay. In what I thought was a female groomer's voice. So I popped my head out to say hi to Chelsea, the groomer. But there was no one there. I ran up the stairs and looked into the parking lot also to see if anybody was there and was messing with me and there was not a soul in sight. Bucky was still losing his mind downstairs. So I went back downstairs to calm him down. I said to the empty room, please don't scare me like that and went on my way. Nothing further has happened to me to the day whenever I heard after that, I just talked to whatever it was there and it seemed to respect that I was doing my job and I wasn't terrified of it. Hmm. That's that first story. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the first, like, it's not the first time we've heard like these ghost voices and stuff like that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And then ask him to stop. Now it depends on what your views are. Uh, Cause there's a lot of this with dominion. Like, if you put your dominion over these spirits, yeah, a lot of times they have to listen to you. Hmm. So there's that stuff, or that you could take it as the spirit being polite. Right, yeah. I, I, who knows? It, yeah. Anything to add for that first story? No, that's pretty cool. Um, Was it in an old like, groomer's? She said there was a... No, it was an active groomer's. It, it was, was an old rehab clinic. Yeah, the old rehab turned into a... Okay, yeah. a dog groomer. Okay. So, yeah, so she was expecting De- to see the groomer daycare. there. Yeah. Yeah, and then nobody. Yeah. Hmm. Story number two. Yeah. We had a ghost, or we had ghost slash ghost, like plural. I just can't read very well. (laughs) That lived in our house. We bought our home in 2014. It was a manufactured home that was built in 2000. We don't know anyone who owned the house before us. It was built on two acres in a swamp, marshy area along the coast. One of the ghosts is what I'm thinking was to be a young boy. The first time I saw him in our bathroom... I was taking a shower and saw somebody through the frosted glass walking past the shower. Oh, no way. No. 
I got a bad story to tell you here in a minute. Oh, gosh. Okay. Uh, I thought it was my husband messing around, but I realized uh, it was shorter, maybe five foot two, and he is five foot ten. Mm. And I was seeing was probably five foot or a little shorter, shorter. I remember the skin color of someone having their shirt off, thin arms, and short, light colored hair. I could just make out it moving from the other side of the bathroom to the one from one side to the other. I yelled for my husband. And I, w- I was a little panicky, thinking somebody was in our house. He came rushing in, and I told him what I had saw, and he said, nope, no one's here. He stayed in the room while I finished the shower, and the rest of the day was completely normal. Uh, we have had a lot of little experiences, ranging from lights flickering in our dining room, no matter what repairs we did to the light bulbs. Sometimes I ask it to stop flickering, and the lights will stop, or other times it'll flicker more. Oh, okay. There's that example you were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. My husband sees shadows going in and out of our kitchen from time to time. We also have shadow people in our woods around our house, who my husband sees often. Our neighbors have also reported seeing them as well. That's not good. No. Just the run of the mill, everyday haunting, LOL. I mean, what an interesting area. There's a little bit more to this one. Okay. Uh, that's, oh, that's all my ghostly stuff. This is my only possible cryptid encounter also. So a little backstory to where and how I grew up. I grew up exploring the woods next to the river in the land I couldn't ask for. I spent a lot of time outside. I even felt a kinship with the woods and river specifically. I don't feel it in the ocean for some reason. Yeah, humans aren't supposed to. The only way I can expect or explain it is a deep longing to be in the woods. I never felt uncomfortable or threatened, just safe and whole. I've heard everything from foxes fighting, barred owls mating, and next story I'll tell you is perplexing me to this day. So before we do that, seeing all these shadow people in the woods. Yeah. That's not good. No, no, I don't think so. But what I, what, I wonder what it could be, though. If it's the woods itself, like, you know, spirit, like elementals, or if it's really like ghostly beings. And we get a lot of that stuff from Michigan. Oh, we yeah. get our scary internet stories. That thing was in Michigan. Mm-hmm. That big, I don't know, kind of like fuzzy Wendigo-esque monster. Yeah. Uh-uh. No. And I do wonder if it's just, just the forest itself. Yeah. Is alive in ways that we just don't understand yet. Right, yeah. That's what we're witnessing. Or demons. Or demons. That's always the thing. I don't like that everybody's seeing them. That's really weird for shadow people. Yeah. Normally one or one or maybe two people are experiencing them at a time. Maybe two. Like I've yeah. it's very rare to think of two people seeing a shadow person at once. And then your neighbors are like, Everybody's oh, yeah. like, Yeah. There's weird black sticky things running around back there. And then, but the weirdest part too is seeing that thing outside of her shower and seeing like it did have like a skin tone. It wasn't just a shadow. Right. That's even like, oh gosh, what is this thing? Yeah. I don't know about. I think I would be burning the house down. Did oh, I was just say, were you gonna do her third part, or you're gonna share that story? You uh. Oh, well, two things. Uh, her saying she felt a kinship to the rivers and the the woods. Yeah. I can speak to that. It's mm-hmm. a weird feeling. And I can't explain. When I'm in the river or in the water, it's it's different. Yeah. But I've always been in the water. You can ask. I mean, my wife hates it, but like that's why I wear Crocs everywhere. It's because I will end up in, in the, the water. in the water. Yeah, I've, well, I've witnessed it. Yeah, just I'll walk in the parking lot and there's yeah. the river and there I'm in the river. Yep. Flipping just, over stones and sitting in it and just happens. Yeah, it's but the ocean is different. Besides, like the Pacific Islander people, you know. Yeah. Like there's, 
I don't think humans are supposed to feel that connection with the ocean for the most part. I, yeah. Because it's not our domain. Right. I think it's what well, I think, like you just said, it's where you're from, too. Yeah. It plays a big there role. There are in ocean that. people, like, you know, the, yeah. because of Andrew specifically, are the best example. Yeah, I'm sure there's example. like, you know, there's woods and forest people. I'm sure there's mountain, you mm. know, there's mountain people, there's swamp people, there's everything. I think I'm definitely the woods and forest guy, too. So I'll tell you this story. <laughs> so I was showering yesterday. Oh, no. Importance. And a lot of times, so like we have a, you know, the baby's five months old. Yeah. So, you know, when we bathe him or shower, a lot of times we just shower with him because it's just easier. Right. Yeah. And, you know, because we're, so Emily will bring him in like when I'm showering, the, me finish cleaning him. So I didn't hear her come in yesterday. Uh, oh, no. And she has him, she's holding him up in the air looking over the shower curtain. Yeah. And so- I'm, but I'm washing my head. Right, is your eyes so are closed? I'm, I'm, my eyes are closed. I'm scrubbing my head. I don't hear anything. Normally, I hear the door opening close, yeah. and I look up. <laughs> and just this face. And it smiled at me, and I don't have my glasses on. I got soap in my eyes. And I scream. <laughs> yeah. And he just starts bawling. <laughs> and Emily's like, "Why did you scream at him?" It's like I didn't know. I didn't know he was there. Yeah, a tiny head, like the eyes, seven foot tall. Yeah, looking over. <laughs> You, you know what's really scary? It's scarier than a big thing with a big head that's looking down at you. Big thing with a tiny, tiny head. head. Yeah, even scarier. Oh, it's so funny. That's. It just reminds me of this video. I just seen it. I think yesterday too. Of this uh, woman was sitting on her couch, and there was a, her cat was sitting on the arm of the couch, and I guess it was like her son or someone was hiding on the edge of the couch behind the cat under a blanket, and just goes like, "What do you say? Like, hey, mom." Mom, but he was doing it in a high pitched voice, and she thought she looked and thought it was the cat saying it, and she screamed, <laughs> screamed bloody murder, and the cat jumped off like off the couch and went flying into the next room, and but she screams like it scared the crap out of her. Then the kid pops up, and she's like, "Why would you do that to me?" <laughs> so funny. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, this is the next one. Is the big one. You ready? All right, yeah, the Krypton witness, I guess. Right? No, that last one was the only cryptid one. Oh, oh, the shadows in the forest? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I thought that was tied into this next one, but all right. All right, so this one involves a very famous place. Mm. My husband and I lived in North Carolina. We He was a Marine, and we were stationed at Camp Lejeune. What's that? You don't know all the Camp Lejeune commercials? 
No. Like they like the giant lawsuit involving Camp Lejeune. Not that I know of. Payouts. Orin and Jenny are also like remember Orin lived right yes. across from Camp Lejeune. Oh, that's where okay, it's that one. It's that weird. Okay. It's that place. Okay. So, oh. And also, you know, we've had a lot of people on from the area of Camp Lejeune. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. Okay. Now I know. Camp Lejeune has a lot of weird stuff connected to it. I know exactly it. what you're talking about. Like she said, well, you're from mid-Michigan. So he went back home for the spring of 2007. Or 17, I'm sorry. We stay in my mom's pop-up out camper, and it was warm when we were visiting. She lives on the outer edge part of my grandparents' 30-acre property. We had both our dogs and our cat with us. He has a 30-pound uh, Sharpe. I'm, I'm proud of myself for reading that word correctly. <laughs> a 50-pound Jack Russell Dash Hound mix. Uh, so we started. Or, uh, so it started on the third day we were there. It was a late night, maybe one or two a.m. I was awoken by a noise, a noise I cannot accurately recreate. It was like, ooh, wee, <laughs> but long and low. Let me try it again. Ooh, Perfect. Actually, that actually I just triggered my own memory. Anyways. It sounded like it was directly above us, though. At first, I thought it may have been an owl, but it wasn't like any other owl I've ever heard. I lived in the woods my entire life. I know all the normal noises. So I lay there and listened. The dogs weren't going off, and they were off for or, and they went off for everything. My Sharpay is the most overly protective dog. She is loud and in charge and lets everybody know what she thinks. <laughs> she went off on a coyote howl the first night we were there. The small guy goes off on every everything, trains, rabbits, a twig snap. He just barks. But nothing from, from them. I wanted to wake my husband up, but something told me if I moved, it would stop immediately. Mm. I remember feeling fuzzy, like after you drank one or two, and some kind of like almost tipsy and happy. But my hair felt like it was standing on end. I didn't feel scared, just a little uneasy. It made the noise three more times, and then I kept thinking I was going to wake or wake him up. He grew up in the woods also like 10 minutes away from me, so he would know what it is. So I moved. I moved my arm just the slightest bit to wake him up. He looked over at me. I put my finger on my lips and made the face to keep quiet and listen, and he laid his head back down. I didn't hear another call from whatever whatever mm. was making the noise. We also never heard anything leave through the woods or even the gravel drive. He fell back asleep, and I lay there for a while and listened, but eventually did fall asleep. The morning I told my mother about it, uh, both laughed at my uh, rendition of the noise, but neither could give me an explanation. So I turned on YouTube because a lot, like Mr. E, I searched for a biological reason first. I knew owls fly silently, so I started to look at the owls, but there no owl call resembles the noise. Also, no nocturnal bird. I was going to say, like, there's night jars and all kinds of weird stuff. Okay. Or animals sounded like anywhere close to what I had heard. So whatever it was, the one night, I thought. So we went on with our trip, visiting our family, etc. So before I continue, you have any questions so far? Any thoughts? As to what it could be, could have been. Mm-hmm. It is pretty interesting. She knew, like, she had that inclina- inclination. If she moved, it was going to stop, and sure enough, it did. Like a gut feeling. That's mm-hmm. kind of cool. But the the feeling it caused her was very weird. Yeah, uneasy but fuzzy. Fuzzy feeling. Like, tipsy yeah. but happy. 
It's hmm. weird. I don't like that. Hmm. Yeah. It's very predatory. Is it? Yeah. There's a lot, especially with the Fae. We'll talk about it. Okay. The Fae kind of make you feel happy and drunk, so you don't ask a lot of questions. Ah. Ah. I get you. Uh, the next night, when I woke by some noise again, in the middle of the night, this time my cat was wrapped up around my head, asleep. I don't know what it is with cats. Wanting to sleep on your face. That's just what they do. I never liked cats. I still never like like. I don't mind them. I like them. I, I think it's because we grew up next to a cat lady that killed my birds. Or it could be that. that maybe that's why. That's a good reason, but. But my sister had a Siamese that would break into my room and stare at me at the foot of the bed all yeah. night. I hated that cat. Why did it stare? Why, I mean, what did it do? Just stare? Yeah, but it would open the door. Yeah. And it'd sit at the foot of your bed and just watch you sleep. It just wanted to be my mystery. Yeah. It's mm. a good cat. Anyways, again, it sounded like it was above us, but the same haunting. Ooh. Wee. Sorry, she wrote it again like that, so I had to do it. Yeah. Long and low. No reaction from the cat, the dogs, or my husband. Everyone fast asleep, and again, I had a feeling of, if I move, it'll stop. So I listened. I remember feeling so awake and alert, just remaining frozen. I could move and wake Ryan. That's not his name. I don't even know why I said that name. But I wanted to imprint. I did. I what I wanted to imprint the noise in my head so I could figure out what it was. I listened again, very intensely. He did it three more times, and I realized I could almost touch my husband's foot. So I nudged him, and again he woke up and looked at me. And this time, he knew what I was trying to get him to do, so he froze. Again, it stopped completely. It was so frustrating. The first night, I thought maybe it could have just been a dream because of the fuzzy feeling. Yeah. But this night, I needed I needed to know what it was, so I was wide awake. So we both laid there for a while and listened, and nothing happened again. The cat woke up. I petted her, and we all went back to sleep. Woke up in the morning and told my mother again, and we Googled and YouTubed and nothing. The third night, it was the last night, and I stayed up. My husband went to sleep, and I lay there with my phone waiting to hit record. But nothing, no sound. Nothing out of the ordinary, and I finally fell asleep about 4 a.m. I was annoyed. I still don't know what it was. I know that whatever the sound was, it was like it was native to my mother's woods. I spent many nights laying there with my window open, listening to the woods. I'd never heard anything like that. and I've never heard anything that made me feel fuzzy like that. I searched for a logical explanation, maybe an owl with the deformed vocal cords, but nor I made a sound the second night when I woke up. So I can't figure out how it, it would have known and why it stopped. Would love your thoughts and ideas. Mm. So I'm going to finish. I'll read the rest of her email before I talk about that. Okay. So that's it. I appreciate you reading this lengthy email. It's not a lengthy email. But I, like I said, I've been thinking about this for months. I hope you guys have a good day or having huh. a good day, depending on when you get around to reading my mega email. Your loyal listener, Agent K. Uh, well, one last little note. Okay. You read one of my reviews and made a joke, and I liked it a lot, LOL. Oh, good. I don't remember. But Agent K, thank you for your submission. and Yes. I'm glad we could bring a little cheer and laughter into your life at that moment when we read your review. That's that's nice to hear. So, um, yeah, the sound. Uh, I think I know what the sound is. Oh. Now, yeah, I did a I did a very poor job. Is that sound? Does that sound good? 
So there's a couple explanations we can go with, and I'll I'll pause this here in a minute so I can pull up the sound. Ooh, okay. and I'll actually play the sound for you, maybe. And Agent K, you can send another email and say whether you thought it was maybe the sound or not. Uh, here's the fuzzy. So, what are your thoughts before I dive into it? I mean, I, it sounds like some sort of like weird entity, being not entity but creature being that was honed in on her, and then uh. It, it, it was aware. I don't know. Somehow it was aware when he was awake or when she woke him or when she, she was ready to record it. So it didn't do it again. I don't know. So I liked it where her mind went with birds. Yeah. Because I, I told you that I, I do this with my wife all the time where I'll play a random animal sound and right. be like, can you guess what this animal is? So we just did the kiwi, uh, which I don't think this was a kiwi. I'm just saying that we did a kiwi and it sounds like a big cat. Yeah. And it's a little bird. So the owl thing is a good idea. Um, we had a listener submit one last year that was an owl from Texas. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Wide-mouthed owl. Yeah. Which is a little tiny species of owl that even where people live with them, like they're a city species. Yeah. And people don't know they exist. Hmm. And they just make the worst noises. <laughs> and they're terrifying. And you don't realize that the bird's actually the size of like a baseball. Yeah. I can't do anything to you. But it sounds like a monster. Uh, the fuzzy feeling, though, that kind of gives me infrasound vibes. You're right, yeah. And the here's the thing is, I don't think it was above her. I think it may have been actually far off, and it may have been resonating against the pop-up camper. Ooh, okay. So the pop-up camper, you know, the walls are fabric, but the roof is on a hydraulic you Right, know, a little lift, yeah. And I think maybe that it was catching it like one of those speakers. You know, you ever seen those speakers that you touch them onto something and... The whole thing magnifies the sound. Yes, just resonates with it. I think that may have been happening here. Mm-hmm. I think the sound may have been really far off, and it just it was. That's why it sounded like it was above us because that the uh, it became a speaker. I could see that. I'm gonna pause the recording while I pull this up. Okay, let's. But I think I know what sound she heard. Ooh, I'm I'm excited. All right, we're back. I know no time for you guys, but I have two options. Now the first one is an animal. Is being I've gotten in arguments with this online several times. People are there's a problem with these animals breeding. They're not native to Michigan, but breeding in Michigan. So she was in Michigan, and she was actually near where the population of these guys Wait, is spreading. Was she in Michigan, or this is when she visited North Carolina? She no, heard the she noise. lived in North Carolina at the time. She was visiting her mom in Michigan, the house oh, she grew up in. Okay, I had it backwards. Then. Yeah. So don't say what this animal is. I know you can read it. Right. Not the little bird calls in the back, but the deep sound, deep and low. I'll play some more. So that's one option. You know what that reminds me of? Huh. You, you ever get that when you uh when you uh mm-hmm. and you really stretch it out and just get like the do a real low uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I always did that as a kid, but when you if you can get it down to you can literally feel like you're plucking each vocal string. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I don't know. It's of. weird, isn't it? It is weird, yeah. That's an emu. That is an emu. And they make all kinds of other noises. That's just the first little thing I would find that was a good example of how deep and low they can be. All right, yeah. Uh, emu are breeding in Michigan, and I will fight anybody on that. 
Just don't fight me. Don't don't challenge me. All right. Now they're so, breeding. They're I swear they're doing it. The, so that's kind of this first one, as it could be an emu. Okay. I don't know. That's just one of my thoughts that popped up, just because where the story took place and everything. Big a non-native piece Species. of wildlife. Yeah. That is becoming a problem in some areas of Michigan. Yeah. That I can't wait to where I can just find one in the wild and take one home. Yeah, I know. That's like your dream day. This next one, let's listen to it. Okay. And I'll tell everybody what it is. Oh, I know what that is. Now I have an amplified and filtered version. That was the first recorded version. I'll play the next one. Okay. Yeah, you know what this is. You've heard it before. Yeah, it's a it's a tornado siren that goes off in town. joking that is the famous ohio how recorded by matt moneymaker in 1994 i wonder if it is similar to what she heard I, so this has been recorded dozens of times now. yep and all over ohio michigan indiana specifically but even out west it's been heard a few times hmm. uh it's low what's it kind of sound like it's saying what's it sound like it's saying oh like she said, her first one was, oh. Yeah. And then, we. Yeah. And, it, you know, just these loud, long, deep bellows. Right. Yeah, exactly. And that definitely could, you know, Bigfoot's often associated with infrasound. And all, we don't know any of that for a fact. But. And like you said, if it resonated with their pop, you know, the camper just right, it really could have made like, you know, a certain noise. It sounded like it was right in there with them. And the weird thing is, is the Ohio house, like every time it's recorded, it's only. Three or four times. And then that's it. And that's it. Mm. So every time she experienced it, three or four times, and that's by the time it. she woke up, her husband, yeah, it was over. Is Dari done with. And so I don't know if it was that it, I don't think it sensed her per se. I think mm. it was just such a short thing. Yeah. So it depends on who you want to believe. And there's no such thing as a Bigfoot expert. There's people that have pretty informed opinions. Uh, a lot of people think this is a locator to okay. where they do this in every one and all, they do this once in all four directions. And they wait for a response mm. to kind of figure out where everybody's at. Yeah. And the response could be infrasonal to where it's out of our hearing range. Couldn't even hear it, yeah. So this bellow is on our hearing range. The response could be outside of our hearing range. That makes sense. So that they're going, you know, north, east, whatever, the four directions. Right. It's not the cardinal directions per se, but wherever they're standing. Yeah. They just look this way, look that way. And so I kind of wonder if that's what she experienced. That would be pretty awesome if she did. Yeah, but it can be very scary and this can be... It could be, yeah. But, I mean, obviously she's fine and well, alive and well to send us the email and tell us about it. So it's pretty – if that's what it was, I mean, what a wild experience. That's awesome. That is awesome. But you, you know, Agent K, yeah. listen to these and tell us, you know, if either of these are similar or not. 
Right. If they're not similar, I'll do some more research and see what I can find. Right, yeah. Because uh, there's a lot of weird, like, Michigan has a couple farms that have things like water buffalo. Oh, wow. Actually, this is in Lansing or near Lansing. There are three zoos not too far from there. They have water buffalo? They have all kinds of weird animals. There's two uh, more small-scale private zoos, which generally have more problems with animals not staying in cages. Is uh, Michigan one of those states that has you little lacks? own everything. Okay, I thought so, yeah. Michigan, so Ohio's the too strict, in my opinion. Yeah, and Michigan's, Michigan's too loose. It's like Oklahoma. Loose. Yeah, and Oklahoma is weird on... On mammals, Indiana's probably got really is one that has really bad laws too. Really, yeah, all around us, huh? No, because like West Virginia, like oxtails aren't allowed in West Virginia. Oh, really? Oxtails? I think that just changed recently. Why? When I used to breed oxtails, yeah, you couldn't because they're endangered. Yeah, they're red listed. Right on the you know so no red listed species, even though they're hundreds of thousands, millions of them in captivity. Exactly. Yeah, there's thirty left in the wild. Yeah, right, right. So nobody's catching. It's easier to go buy an oxalot than go and catch one. <laughs> yeah. But you know, that's kind of the thing. So it was just kind of a blanket law. Okay. You know, it's more for other species protection. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, they just are red listed. So it was this weird thing. So they they just got an exemption. And I think Hawaii finally got their exemption for oxalotls. Nice. So it's just like there's weird laws. Right. Uh, no, I don't know. I could definitely see it being, you know, there's the how house, which I do believe is probably Sasquatch, whatever Sasquatch is. Mm. Uh, cause it, it's just, it's definitely organic. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And if you watch like the, the, like the audio markers and stuff like that, it has a lot of organic tendencies. I think Thinker Thunker does a, a lot really of good, good work. He does a, with, a lot of really good work. With the audio stuff. What do you call it? The audio of like fingerprint or something like that? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Very, very organic in nature. Right. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. What do you thought? What uh, do you thought? What do you thought on this? What do you thought on this? <laughs> um, no, it's... It would be. It would have been cool. Sorry, my nose is stuffy. It's that time of year. If uh, if she ha- if she was able to capture on, re- um, audio recording, that would have been awesome. But I don't even think she would have been able to on her pro- phone. Yeah, like we uh, heard on a. Oh, whose show was that on? Was that one uncomfortable? Talking about he had that. He heard clear as day during a recording. A sound that he heard in his headphones. Then when they played it back on the audio, there was nothing. I think that was on Eric's show. Yeah, I think so. There was no audio at all. And I think it's because of its range. Right, exactly. It's just not recording well. Yeah. Like, I've heard some people, and they've come up to us at conferences, and they play their Bigfoot sounds that they record on their phone, and it's nothing against them. They just sound awful. Yeah. And it's I think it's more that the range that the phone's recording in Exactly. Versus the range that the, 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 the frequency is making. projecting it out in. It's yes. just, it's not, you're not going to, it's like taking a picture of the moon. It's like with your phone. Yeah. It never looks as good as when you see it. In person. Yeah. And same with the recording. You know, you never, it's never as good as you heard it. Right. You need, yeah, you need other, I don't know, mediums to. No, you need, you need professional recording equipment. Right. Exactly. You know, big frequencies. So why Matt's is so impressive is because he was. Right. He had, you know, a very expensive gear. And that's the recording he got with the very expensive gear. Right. Exactly. Let alone, you know, somebody, if you're standing out there with your phone, you would have got nothing. The dogs. It's hard, and it's hard to understand that, but it makes sense. A lot of sense. Yeah. So I think I don't know what you heard, but that it's very interesting to me. Oh yeah, hundred uh, percent. As far as the stick people, burn the woods down. <laughs> the people outside, yeah. The shadow, shadow people. people and the one uh, standing outside your shower. That's like the one of the oldest, maybe not oldest, but like modern day, like fierce. I think almost. Well, because it's your most vulnerable. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, especially um, there's like that. 
Well, there's like a meme that's been going around. Like when someone's washing their hair in the shower and like every, like the whole time they're washing themselves, you know, eyes open, they're thinking like happy, like thoughts. And then the mm. moment you close your eyes, close your eyes it's like outside. Yeah. It's like, hurry up, get this done, get this done to hurry up. So <laughs> you don't I get hurt. I always shower with my like front facing the curtain. Just in case. And it's because I don't know. It's from when I was a little kid and all that weird stuff happened. Right. You know, so I, it's like even now today. So like when like the baby scared me. Like, yeah. I literally, I'm facing the curtain. So with your eyes open. Yeah. There he was. Mm-hmm. I'm going to mute you for a second. I don't know what you're doing. You got stuffy out of nowhere. I did. Got there. very stuffy out of nowhere. Well, Agent K, thank you for your yeah. solution. Send us an email. Let us know what you thought about those sounds. If none of those are, I'll go through and I'll compile. Especially, I'll look into that area and see what wildlife is there. Like, Yeah, I'd like extra. a follow-up response. to. Yeah. And she's like, she's a loyal listener. So yeah. I'm sure we'll get one. So thank you so much. Yes. I have been the great and powerful mystery. And I've been Clone 31 I think. Yeah. We'll catch you next week with more. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Crips of the Corn podcast. Please share with a friend you think would like us. It's the best way to help our show grow. Leave a comment, rate us, a five-star review. And remember, there is always extra content on Patreon slash com. And don't forget, stay magical. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.